Well, folks, both sides, both the federal prosecutors and Donald Trump's legal team were required to submit their proposed trial dates to Judge Tanya Chutkin, who of course is overseeing the case of Donald Trump's fraud against the government for his attempts to overturn the 2020 election results. Now the prosecution wasted no time, right? They had immediately put it in there like, judge, we want to start January 2nd, 2024. Trump's team dragged their feet a little bit, but they have finally now revealed the date in their court filing that they would like this trial to start. And they're saying, okay, this guy wants it to start January 2nd of next year. We would actually prefer that it start in April of 2026. So we would be in primary season for the 2026 midterms before Donald Trump's trial would begin. If his lawyers have their way, if he gets elected in 2024, which I still don't think would happen, he would have already been president for what what would that be? (laughs) 15 months at that point. And that's when, yeah, let's do the trial then judge, because as the lawyers claimed in their filing, This is an unprecedented case in American history. The incumbent administration has targeted its primary political opponent and leading candidate in the upcoming presidential election with criminal prosecution. The administration has devoted tens of millions of dollars to this effort, creating a special counsel's office with dozens of employees, many of whom are apparently assigned full-time to this case and this case alone. The government's objective is clear to deny President Trump and his counsel a fair ability to prepare for trial. The court should deny the government's request. That's, that's not a legal argument. Like those are political talking points that I'm sure your client is going to use on the campaign trail, but you, you filed this in court. There is, there is no legal claim to anything you're saying. Like that is not something that you would have been taught in law school. It's not a question on the bar exam. So I don't know what you think is going to happen, but you're not going to get a trial date of April in the year 2026. But here's why they did that. They know they're not going to get that April, 2026 date, but they are hoping that maybe the judge is going to find some middle ground, right? Okay. They want to do it in January, 2024. We put April, 2026, meet us halfway. We'll do it at the end of February, 2025. That's what they're hoping the judge will do. But the judge already made it clear. If Donald Trump keeps running his friggin' mouth, I'm going to do this trial as quickly as possible, as early as possible. So maybe shut him up. And it's been a week since the judge said that. And guess what hasn't happened? Donald Trump's lawyers have not actually shut him up. Okay. They were successful, I guess, in getting him to cancel his Monday press conference in Georgia, but that's actually with a different case, not the, not the other case. And we do know that one Trump supporter has already been arrested for threatening to murder Judge Tanya Chutkin, so I'm I'm sure that's going to weigh heavily on her mind as she conti- uh, considers what trial date to do. Like, should I let Donald Trump get his people riled up for two and a half more years, and I continue to get death threats, or should we just go ahead and get this done with? And in fact, if Trump were smart, right? If he were not, if he were smart, if he were innocent. He would want to get this trial over as quickly as possible, right? They should have proposed a trial date of this October because if he is innocent, 
and the jury finds him innocent, then this is all done and over with before any of the primary voting starts. That would benefit him. But considering the fact that they want it to happen after the primary voting and after the general election voting, kind of tells us how they feel about their clients' uh, guilt or innocence there, doesn't it? Because if they knew they could get away with it, they'd be pushing for a trial date within the next few weeks. Well, folks, Mike Lindell's recent summit where he uh, laid out his plan to save American democracy, it came to an end, so it's over. And at the very end, Mike Lindell finally, to that audience of maybe, maybe about 200 people, revealed his plan, how he is going to save American democracy. But before I tell you the plan, I'm going to have to do a bit of teasing like Mike Lindell did, because let's not forget that it was two months ago, roughly two months ago, that Mike Lindell came out with his grand announcement and said, God has given me the plan. Now, I can't tell you what the plan is yet. He told us at the time, I'm going to do it at a summit in August. And at that point, I will tell you what God has told me is the best way to save American democracy. So without further ado, folks, I will tell you Mike Lindell, excuse me, God's grand plan delivered through Mike Lindell to save American democracy. And this plan is, as he told the crowd, to fly a little drone over the polling places to see if there's voting machines connected to Wi-Fi. That's it. His plan is a little drone. Just a little bitty, you know, somebody out there with a remote control. And uh, that is totally 100% going to save American democracy. So as you can imagine, the crowd was not exactly uh, thrilled with it. I mean, they, they did cheer and applaud, but it didn't last very long, especially when Mike Lindell told them what these, these little drones were going to be called. They're called wireless monitoring devices or... WMDs. So Mike Lindell's plan is to send his WMDs to polling stations all over the country. All 116, 990 polling stations will be outfitted with Mike Lindell's WMDs. Now, doesn't that, doesn't that sound like just something that the secret service or the FBI needs to come knocking on your door for? Like, excuse me, sir. I've heard that you have a plan to put 116,990, uh, WMDs at polling stations around the country. I think we're going to have a little talk here, bud. Why don't you get in this nice car with these nice officers and we're going to go take you somewhere where you don't have access to your WMDs. Man, there's just some acronyms you can't use anymore, bud. And WMD happens to be one of them, especially when you're talking about having your WMDs all over polling stations across the country. Yeah, that's, that's kind of a no, no, but that's, that's God's plan. Let's put these WMDs wireless monitoring devices across the country. Now, Mike Lindell did not explain how these little drones are actually going to detect if any of the 
polling stations are in fact connected to the internet and the internet is somehow feeding into and out of the voting machine. He didn't get into specifics, right? What seems far more likely is that Mike Lindell bought himself a drone and was like, this is super cool. <laughs> I want to show everybody my fun new toy. So he holds this summon at the end. It's like, hey, look what I got. It, it's the dumbest thing in the world. <laughs> and I love every second of it because this is the guy, right? This is the guy that plenty of Republicans actually believe is somehow going to save American democracy. He's going to save elections. He's going to expose voting fraud. And the only plan he can come up with is flying a drone over the polling stations, which by the way, is probably illegal. You know, you're taking video of people, uh, in a technically at the time government facility. So that's probably not going to go over well with local authorities either, especially if you tell them that, no, 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 don't worry. It's just a WMD. Um, Best of luck with it. Hope the cops don't come knocking at your door. Actually, I kind of do. Thanks for listening to today's Fair and Balanced Daily. Stay up to date with all of our content by finding us on YouTube at youtube.com slash fairandbalanced. And follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at fairandbalanced.